when the situation arises, you ask yourself, all right, I can either sink or rise. I can either cry or, or, or laugh. I could either have um, pain, wounds, and tap into a dark sp space or allow light, love, and inspiration and transformation and come into this place. Yes. Welcome to A Conscious Way Forward, a podcast about healing, reimagining leadership, and reinventing education. If you're a seeker, changemaker, or dreamer, you're in the right place. I'm your host, David K. Richards, and I'm on a mission to help individuals rise in consciousness and to usher in a new paradigm of a more equitable and just global society. As an educator, founder and CEO, dadpreneur, coach, and ambassador for change, I share my conscious journey through real, raw, and relatable stories while engaging in conversations with a diverse group of guests. I discuss timeless wisdom teachings and how they've helped me navigate life, leadership, parenting, and heal my traumatic childhood wounds. If you're ready to come home to your soul's purpose, co-create a more equitable world, dream, act, and heal forward together, then please continue to listen. Hello, everyone. Okay, imagine that you're going on a 10-day international business trip. You think it's only 10 days, so you leave your laptop behind, you pack light, and you arrive at your destination, you complete a few amazing days, and then the world goes into a pandemic lockdown. So suddenly your plans change, and you are not sure what will happen next. So what do you do? Do you go into fear? Do you surrender to the moment? Well, this is actually a true story that my guest and friend Val Alino shares. She shares about her 10-day journey to Peru and how it ended up becoming an eight-month stay. This is what happens when you tap into your essence and listen to the signs the universe is presenting. I think of Val as a dancer, light on her feet, dancing through life. I hope you enjoy this episode where Val shares her wisdom as a life coach, longtime Montessori educator, and a conscious parenting coach. And she really tells us and shows us how we can trust our intuitive guidance system. And this intuition led us in this conversation. And it was an abundant, beautiful conversation around authenticity and rebirth and so much more. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Thanks, everyone. All right. Welcome, everyone. I'm here with Valerie Alino. She is an educator a life coach, an international speaker. I don't know, she's up to so many cool, interesting things. And I told her that I don't really like to read people's bios because it's not as interesting. I like to hear their words about who they are, what they believe in, and just kind of what I, but I do ask if you could just tell a little bit about yourself to help introduce you to my audience. So thank you for being here and we'd love to learn more about you. Thank you so much, David, for having me and welcome to everybody that is going to join us either as soon as they hear this recording or when they shared with their loved ones. I am Valerie Lino, but I go by Val. I've always gone by Val and I am just so ecstatic to be here and grateful and a little bit about myself. I am a lover of life. I guess that's how I would summarize my life. I've just been very in tune with who I am and wh whom I wanted to be. It was very clear on the mission that I had. And I, I'm blessed to share with all the audience that I have been able to pursue what I was wanting to do, which is working around children, education, being a coach, a leader, a source of inspiration. And so I have, uh, I'm a Montessori educator. I have ran and owned my school. I am currently right now, uh, international consultant for higher ground education. I am a life conscious parenting and spiritual coach. And I do go uh, to quite a few fun places to speak about different topics with the intention to inspire others. Basically love uh, volunteering service work is a big part of my blood, my essence, my heart. And just a, a human being that wants to leave a trace behind and help as many people as I can connect with their own source, their heart. Beautiful. And I'm so excited. And we met through Facebook and I told Val that I always think about her as somebody who's dancing. 
<laughs> I always think of you as just dancing because I see you light on your feet and I see you being a lover of life. And I love that way of describing it. And it's so interesting because I even forgot to say that you're a conscious parent coach because you have so many beautiful things you're doing that I didn't even remember one of, them, one of the ones that you know you also do, but it's so cool. And I'm the same way. I have so many different projects going on because when you really tap into the abundance, you don't have to just be one thing or narrow down to one, you know, one small thing. And so one thing you said to me before we started recording was that you felt like something was coming up around authenticity. And then the word rebirth also came up. So I thought we'd just kick it off by asking what comes through you when I asked the question about authenticity and rebirth. Yes, I, and I don't know why they came up, just really centering <laughs> our energy when yeah. we started and setting an intention. And it, it just got me to hear this word. And I believe because a lot of the, our audiences in, and the world is going through this stage of their life where they're, it's being hard to be generally who you are because so many people lost their jobs. So many people ha have to reinvent themselves. And it is hard to make that balance to be actually genuine with who you are and what you want to do. And, and then the yeah. fear comes in of what you have to do because yeah. we're in fear that the abundance is not there, that we have lost X amount of months of, of payroll or the opportunity to lead and grow our projects. Yeah. And so when that word came up, it was just more to share with everybody that as long as we keep on trusting our path and knowing that there's a higher source guiding us and that every single situation that comes our way, even the loss of our jobs, the loss of a loved one, a loved one um, hardships to pay our, our mortgage, whatever it is, it comes with a lesson, with a very deep lesson. And when you can be in a position to just ask, what is it about the situation that I am not seeing? Hmm. Universe or God or light or angels or stars or flowers, whoever your, your <laughs> yeah. source of connection is, show it to me. And you can actually sit and feel that. The, the universe really starts showing you in ways how to transform that. The thing is that I, how I was sharing at the beginning of our podcast is we tap into that space just because we're reading a book, because somebody heard a podcast, because some your neighbor came and told you something cool. Mm -hmm. But then what happens? In a blink of an eye, we go back yes. to where we were. Yes. So how is it that we can tap to being still you to be able to have a rebirth? If you went to something deep, you have to reinvent. It's, I, it has to be a rebirth sometimes. It's not just about reinventing. And in my case... I've definitely have reinvented myself many times and literally three rebirths that like took me from almost death mm. to whom I, who I am. Yeah. So it does not matter the amount of falls, which they are not false. This is where we start to have issues because our words are vibrational. So if we mm. say we have issues, we have problems, mm -hmm. uh, how am I going to pay with this? Mm -hmm. And then you switch and say, no, 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 that's not what I meant. Universe. No, I mean, I, everything's here. You are asking, but from a frequency that is not in accordance with what the universe is there to receive. Yeah. So instead of getting your signs right away and clear, it mm -hmm. takes a process. It takes time. And then you lose faith and we're back to zero. Yeah. And I know you ended up just coming back from Peru just recently. Right. And you weren't planning to be there for as long as you were. So can you tell us a little bit about that story? Because I feel like it's a perfect story of we think we have to plan. I like to joke now and think anyone who made a strategic plan on January 1st, 2020, how's that going? How's that five-year plan going? <laughs> so I, I think you're a perfect example of when you, when you have the plan and the universe has something else in store for you. And I think this, this extended trip to Peru is probably a perfect example of that, I'm, I'm guessing. Yes, it taps in perfectly to the, our introduction. So yes, and I never have a five-year plan because I, I tend to, to flow. However, there were some plans in place that yeah, nothing yeah. happened for sure. <laughs> so yeah. I belong to a group of, of incredible people called Top Coach International. And we travel around the world to give keynotes or inspirational talks. So I was uh, coming to Peru for the first time ever for a 10-day trip. 
that ended up ha happening in eight months. Okay. So imagine that I, in my opinion, I was at the perfect time of my life because I finally had my own space. Like it was like really the first time I was living completely alone. It was such a beautiful little apartment with, they, they called it the magic patio. So many things happened in my little place. And I had the most perfect job. And it was just like with my volunteer work, my community. And it's funny, um, David, that when I left the apartment, I tend to always bless every corner and do my Reiki and, yeah. and my protection signs and all of that. But I actually took a longer exit. Sometimes when we're leaving for the airport, you know how we're rushing the Ubers there. Yeah. And I intentionally, I guess subconsciously, mm, you know. I, I, yeah. And, and the funny thing is that I mean, sometimes that you you see things that are, are important to you. Like this is kind of something really silly, but I do not like ironing. So my washing machine takes priority over my bed for me. So <laughs> I literally was like, oh, my washing machine, I'm coming back. And I was just doing this silly goodbye to everything. So I yeah. go, I, and then this COVID thing, happened. we did hit one city instead of five. I was able to to talk in presence to 800 educators and it was just so lovely. And I thought, this is amazing. And then we go to the hotel and they're like, okay, a van is coming to get seven of you that I did not know any of these seven. Like imagine like I was just saying that piece, my own apartment. And then you put in a house with, with six, seven mm. international people that speak different languages, different cultures. Forget about your little safe happy alone place i'm sharing a bedroom with two other people yeah oh, wow. okay. and and then you start tapping into like all the buzz like oh my gosh how are we gonna get up here wait my mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. i know i had another trip and then oh my gosh my children and and all these doubts and fears and um and so it got really chaotic because peru actually hit hard on covid so mm -hmm. uh in terms of comparing what the restrictions from other countries this was bad like okay. you could go a little bit to your backyard, but not, not even walking in the common areas. Oh, wow. um, it was bad. So, so my fear started kicking in, right? Mm -hmm. Of course, I didn't bring my computer because I thought I'm only going 10 days. I'm going to speak. I don't need my computer. Yeah. And uh, in the house that we were at, it was up in, in a gorgeous place. Wait, so about what did you have? This is so, this is so good. I, about I, I, had, I had a bag. I had a bag with, with, uh, with just for 10, 10 mm. outfits. 10 okay. outfits for eight and a half months, you know? Beautiful. So while well, I started in that panic mode and I, because yeah. of the work I do and stuff, I had some connections with media. I thought, no, 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 no. Let me get, let me get the media. So I did five news channels, literally. And I was using, I was being a vessel to my new friend because she had five yeah. children and she was, mm. uh, uh, she didn't have a husband. So I, I wanted to help her get back yeah. to, to yeah. Washington. But I was like, let me squeeze in that ride, you know, like, so it opened for her to go, but not for me. And mm -hmm. so then I, was, then I was like, okay, what is it about the situation that I'm not seeing that could be a beneficial to me and to all the people around me? And I started, um, there's this beautiful garden. And so I literally, David, because I didn't have the computer and I just I sat under one particular tree and I, what I used to meditate X amount of time, it turned into five or six hours a day. So you know what happens when you do that. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> and, and for anyone listening, if you do not know the power of meditation, please allow us to be a vessel of inspiration. And, let, and of course, everybody knows, but really when you, when you experience, there's a, a before and after. Mm -hmm. So then I was getting some clarity. And because we were all coaches from all over the world, and had different talents, I was, okay, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? I'm like, okay, boot camp, like big brother thing. You teach <laughs> this. I did a calendar schedule. So we each, you know, learned about each other's skills and traits, right? And I, I did all the spiritual side and, and this and that. And so we started growing. So mm. lo and behold, what I find is that I have gifts that I didn't know I had. And that actually the things I did, I could take him to another level. And I, and, and all this magic started happen, happening, imagine, you know, tapping into the hearts of people that you don't know. And, and this service work was able to happen, even though we were in lockdown, because one of the coaches 
was a policeman. So I was like, you can just pretend I did something bad. Put me in the back of your car. This is a true story. And we'll just go serve. And, yeah. and so what is it about the, the situations that are in front of us that mm -hmm. we think is the end, right? Yes. Because I did have to have my friends close my apartment because I didn't have a job, paid job. I did all the volunteer work because mm -hmm. I wanted to do my coaching. And I, I was tapping into abundance. Yes. I was like, if I am here and I could, and this is showing up, it's because it's all of divine order. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. all those things that all my things that I was living by myself, I don't even know who packed my underwear, you know, it was yeah. a group of friends. And yeah. so I, I started detaching completely mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. everything that I thought was important. And guess what? I didn't have that washing machine over there. I didn't have it. <laughs> it was all hand wash. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're like, okay, you don't need any of this. I, I lived very happily because there was so much transformation, mm. shedding of my last wounds. Um, I spoke to 42,000 people. I, I was able to speak in audiences of university, big companies, a new area that I had not experienced. All on Zoom. I, this is all, all through Zoom. Virtual, okay. And of course I panicked, right? Because yeah. I was, the, the little bit that you know me, I need the, the energy, like I, I want the people. I want to hug, yeah. I'm Latina. Yeah. I, I, I want to just go around people, touch them, ask them to come back, uh, stand up. I couldn't yeah, yeah. do any of that. Yeah. And I wasn't techie savvy either. Right, right, right. So when the situation arises, you ask yourself, all right, I can either sink or rise. I can either cry or, or, or laugh. I could mm -hmm. either have um, pain, wounds, and tap into a dark sp space or allow light, love, and inspiration and transformation and come into this place. Yes. And yes. that's what I did. Okay, so let's break this down because there's so much wisdom in this story. So the first thing you did is, so here you are, to be 10 days and now you don't know how long it'll be so that's an important point so what was the moment that you decided you had to surrender not had to but you just you just surrendered and you just said i'm not going to worry be in the fear be in the low vibration i'm just going to open up and surrender to whatever is coming my way good question for me i i mean i had already been in a spiritual path for a good while so yeah. when you when you fight you know i'm gonna get out of here and door after door after door closes that it happens yeah. in reality to all of yeah. us mm -hmm. instead of being frustrated and angry i was now that in my case i do have a very thick um story of upbringing and trauma mm -hmm. that i'm able to tap into that and understand mm -hmm. now that if that is happening is because it's not the way and that mm -hmm. there is something there that i'm not seeing so through meditation to be honest concrete and through my practices that I have of um, hearing and being in tune with yeah. source, uh, I was able to, to know that I just needed to surrender, but I didn't have a plan. I still didn't see what that would, understand what that would even look like. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. And so that's when, when I, and I love the word surrender and it's something I tap into so often because it's only in that place that you can, when you've like, tried everything you're mm -hmm. not seeing the light there's nothing you can do nothing yeah. you i mean to be honest i even called my the governor of, of georgia and i was emailing back and forth i mean i was like i am getting yeah. out yeah and yeah. and and this just one magic moment after another magic moment and, mm -hmm. and then i ended up moving after the other friends my other colleagues did their countries open sooner yeah. So I was the last one standing. Okay. <laughs> so obviously I couldn't pay that huge house. Right. And, but the house that I moved into every single person, I think sometime I did a, a zoom with you and everybody yeah. thought it was a fake backdrop. It was, yeah. dream. It was, it was so like, beautiful. I remember that. Yeah. People call it the, the, the sanctuary of the rock, you yes. know? So it's like a little mini version of Machu Picchu. Oh, so Wait, beautiful. So yeah. the connection, I needed that space to wake up with mm -hmm. hummingbirds and bird and yeah. just wildlife and, and that sense of peace that I was wanting. It was there in the most, yeah. and I, and it was there for me to take advantage because I couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. 
So what I'm seeing right now, what I'm getting is the water is really that you decided to be the water. And if we think about this as how people live their daily lives in general, is that we're in, we're in resistance to whatever the as is, what the as is, what it is, what's here. And if you can just flow like the water and you said you were using meditation, using your practices, because it's possible, you know, for some of the other folks, you know, the woman with five children, okay, she was supposed to go back, right? But you tried these different things and you kept seeing the doors closing. And so you're, you're wise enough to know, you've done the work long enough to say, oh, okay, now I'm supposed to actually just be the water and not, and, and the water's going this way, it's hard to make it go the other way, right? And, and then when you started having these experiences, because I, I feel like your story also really encapsulates 2020 in that I joked about the, you know, what was your plan in 2020, January, 2020, but really this happened to the whole world in a different way. Yours was very microcosm is extreme, but it happened to the whole world. Like, oh, I had this job. I had this house. I had this experience. You know, I used to do this every day. And all of a sudden it was like, hey, you don't go to work in the same way. You don't have a job. You don't, you know, you're separated from this person, whatever it might've been. You're stuck in this place. My sister-in-law was a teacher in India and she had 24 hours to decide if she was going to stay or go. So she left. <laughs> and she came home and she's like, I've been in India for eight years. What am I doing now? What am I going to do here? <laughs> I'm moving back in with mom and dad. I don't want to do that. You know? So she ended up finding another job in the Bay Area and everything worked out. But again, this is this, your story is just a summary of what 2020 was all about. And how many people decided to really surrender to the flow and to surrender to the moment rather than continuing to resist, 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 because what is resistance? That's creating your own suffering. So you could have right. kept fighting and pushing, right? I'm getting out of prayer. I'm getting out of prayer. I know the media. I know this person. I talked to the governor. And you could have done that for months. And then what would have happened for those months? All those, all the, all the gold that was coming to you, all the magic, would have just not even come your way. Correct. Absolutely. And and to be honest, what has happened in these eight months does not even happen to, a, you know, on a daily basis, on a regular life, even in a, in a period, I would say of 10 years, because yes. besides what I shared with you, I also got really passionate about public speaking. And I'm, mm. I'm teaching through Speakers Are Leaders is an organization that's based on London, mm. how to teach, you know, how to connect with your story and, and speak it. And now yes. um, I also was invited to the Global Women Empowerment Summit in Dubai. I just got back. Oh, now, I, saw Matt, I saw you on that. That was, it looks amazing. Yes. But here's the thing. When, when I got invited, people would say, why did you even RSVP? You're not going. You're still locked down in Peru. <laughs> like, and I was like, I know I need to go. But also if something shifts at the right time, I am okay with it. I wasn't yeah. attached. Right. And it was a beautiful, you know, opportunity, keynote speak is speaking event and the opportunity to be with, you know, audiences from all over the world. Of course, my heart wanted to be there, but I yeah. was genuinely not attached to that either. And if I tell you the story, I got my trip got canceled five times, my, my ticket, even though the borders had opened. So yeah. they're like, are you giving up? And I'm like, well, there's still three more days to go to Dubai, but you got to go to Atlanta first. It will happen the way it has to happen. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it happened. And then from there, other opportunities come. Now I've been invited to Philippines for in September. <laughs> I mean, I met people that do service in Africa. Mm. I mean, it just, like I say, blessing after blessing, just by yeah. tapping into knowing that the universe wants you to succeed. You know, yeah. you we are not here to be beings of suffering we are not everything that we go through is just to make us stronger to learn the lesson to evolve transform yeah. and pass the light because you cannot yes. keep your wisdom no. you cannot no that that's a disservice to to the universe and to the world yeah. that's no so even if it's one person mm -hmm. even if it's it, your neighbor or in a, in a bigger audience, but always yeah. pass a light. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Always pass a light. Okay. So rebirth came up and I'm so excited now because I'm feeling it. So rebirth is what you talked about was kind of what happened to me in 2020, but I didn't get, I didn't go to Peru. <laughs> it was just kind of like, Oh, I'm at home now. And I went really deep into one, two, three, four hours of meditation. You know, I wasn't going into school every day. I wasn't 
running around, picking up the kids and doing all these things. So it was just like, I just really slowed everything down. And I think the rebirth you're talking about is this is a universal rebirth. And you and I have experienced it personally, but we are all one. So if we're experiencing it, everyone's experiencing it. And what you're really referring to is the acceleration. So you said that like this, this could take 10 years, but because there's this conscious shift coming, it's already arrived. There's a massive conscious shift with 2020. So when you can tap into that flow, then you're gonna be rewarded. And of course you've done so much work to get to before 2020 so that you could just really turn on that hose and turn on that fountain and just let it flow. And, but I, one of the things you said that I thought was so beautiful and precise is that the universe really wants you to be abundant and there's, you know, there's beautiful things waiting for you, but it's really like your words and your actions. So the words you speak are very important. The frequency of your words, how you choose your words, and then the actions you take. And again, for you and for me, we could have taken very different actions. In fact, we kind of just kept pushing, like we were saying. And, you know, I was doing a lot of the long meditations and then I was finding, whoa, this is crazy. Like I started a new business and I started the coaching business. I started the podcast. I did all these things in 2020. And everyone's like, why aren't you miserable in the corner crying? You know, <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. I just, I just stayed, I, I found the stillness for several months. And then all of a sudden it was like, I started following the guidance. Absolutely. Committed to following the guidance. I love that. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And I want to share with our audience, like an aha moment for me. Okay. I was in an interview in Peru in, in our, in our home. And I was speaking in the, in the terms of they were saying, okay, so tell us how you feel. And all of a sudden I said, I feel so free. Mm. And they're like, wait, you have been in lockdown. Now it was like <laughs> six and a half months or something like that. And I, it just hit me, David. It just hit me. I'm like, it's not freedom of like going out. It's the freedom of, of me, my essence, my heart, my light. Like I can feel free even in a lockdown because I don't, nobody owns what my thoughts are. I don't give power to the opinions of others. I don't, I don't believe that if, you know, if I, if I do fail, which is not even the word just for the purpose of, of our audience, yeah. it, 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 it's just to, to get up and have even more strength. Yeah. So when you know that even right now, my loved ones and close friends yeah and i love them and i bless them because they're they're coming out of with a broken brokenness themselves they're like yeah. okay look val look at your age and you're like hobbing now from now i love this life so everybody <laughs> says so where do you live and i say well right now i'm in atlanta <laughs> but right. tomorrow i don't know oh but wait when are you gonna settle down like you know you you're, you're 48 you have to settle down i'm like have to. Yeah. I just answer with much grace. Yeah. What an interesting point of view. Yeah. You know, and I, and I'm going to go right now. I have a next move, uh, um, a next step. I guess I can, I can share. I'm going to Colombia and mm -hmm. people first question, how long? I'm like, as soon as I get a clue, I will let you know, but how can you live like that? And I'll get names like you're living a hippie life and you are running away from things. Right. Right. And, and it's, I hold every single person that tells me this yeah. literally in my heart and send them so much love and light because look, I, I want it. I want every single people, every single person to, to tap into this freedom that we, you and yes. I have finally yes. found Yes, because that is where true happiness is. When you don't depend yes. on, on a, a certain activity or a certain way that you think yeah. things have to go when you, when every surprise that you I mean you I could be dressed up right now to do something and then all of a sudden it doesn't go but you're yeah. still allowing that to happen because yeah. like okay we got to go left let's go left <laughs> yeah you know because is is not an attachment of any physical things or even any family member any human being any any anything like i am letting go and just want to live very light so that I can be accessible to yes. for how long, I don't know. But as long yeah. as I can, I want to share this love of life with yes. everybody. Yes. Oh, so beautiful. So beautiful. And 
what you, I wrote down on my paper free and I circled it in all capital letters. And it's ask, ask Nelson Mandela, ask people that have been, you know, in these situations that on the outside are the worst things, prison, whatever it may be. And that's the freedom, the, the harmony and the peace and the freedom is within, right? So any external circumstance, you can always control internally the freedom and the peace. And so I've gone through the same thing, people saying, you know, how do, how do you feel so free and what's happening during this time? And what you're really saying is that, uh, this is a question I want to ask is what you're really saying is that freedom is within. You've almost found like a different realm where your internal landscape is able to connect with the magic, the realm, and then you receive the fruits. And it's the fruits of your labor. Cause I know you did a lot of work before. I don't even know you, but I know you did because you, I also had the trauma in the childhood and I've done a lot of work. And I know once you work through that, that's when you start to get a lot of the gifts. But the question I want to ask you is how do you, um, I, one of the things I want to teach in my life, not even teach, embody, because everyone always knows how to do it. What I want to mirror back to people is how to trust your intuitive guidance system and how to really trust you. We're all sovereign beings and we are taught to give away our power by our teachers, by society, by our parents. And my, one of my purposes in life or the purpose maybe is to actually teach people how to come back home and stop giving away all their power. And I, when I meet people like you, it's like, what did they do to trust the guidance? Like, how do you do it? Is it your meditation? Is it, I don't know. I just, that's why I want everyone to learn how to do it. Just trust the guy. I want every child in the world for our education system, since you're an educator too, we share that. I want every child in the world to, they already know how to trust the guidance. I want them to not learn how to, unlearn or how to learn how to not trust the guidance okay beautiful question so <laughs> the first aspect that comes up and what i'm hearing is the heart okay mm -hmm. your heart cannot go wrong it's that your heart tells you it rises it goes out of your chest when you're in distress or when you have an excitement yes it stops pumping enough blood when when you're sad it hurts when you are in distress but how many times do we take time to understand that those differences that we feel physically mean something and that you start connecting the dots okay i'm sensing that this brings sadness this is where it hurts so i it's happened once twice three take notes and, and learn from it and don't put yourself in that place again and just really honoring your heart. Now, yeah. how do I get all my answers? I'll tell you my, my little tricks. Of yeah. course, stay grounded. Yes. Let never, you know, think you're, you've learned it all. Val's a free spirit. She's an angel mm -hmm. lover and she has it all figured out. I do right. not have it all figured out. Yes. Every single day I do do the practices. I wake up mm -hmm. with gratitude. I, I meditate, I stretch, and I stay with that ling I want that initial vibration of the day mm -hmm. to stay through the day. So if you yes. just do this five-minute meditation, doo -doo -doo -doo, it's gone in 15 minutes. But 15 when you seconds. Really, yeah. It's gone in 15 seconds. <laughs> so the longer yeah. you mm -hmm. tap into that momentum, does that mean to wake up 30 minutes early, one hour before? It, does, it depends on who you are, where you are in life. But just yeah. to to tap into like, okay, this place feels good. Yes, Today is yes. a beautiful day yes. and I'm ready to start it. And you put that intention. So that helps me yes. keep me where yes. I am. Number one. Number two, of course, try to keep all your habits of, and I still, have, I've got to be honest, uh, the, the whole thing about keeping up with my meals and all of that. I am vegetarian. And sometimes I, you know, I have to remind myself to, so be, be, very watching what you're putting into your body and very important who you have around yes. and i want to yes. and, and i have three more tricks or recipe tricks that i want to share but before i go there is just coming up really strong that it doesn't matter if it's a loved one meaning a family member or some, you know your neighbor that is the godparent of your child if that person is not contributing to your light, mm -hmm. is shifting your energy, and it does not matter. As long as you tap in from the heart, yes. you can say, 
thank you, but no thank you. You know, I love you. I bless you. And I let you go. And I'm here for you whenever you want. And you can love them from afar, correct? Love exactly. Them afar. And I have actually done this with quite a few people. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, when I got a divorce and there was just a lot going on with judgment and people, well, you know, with their own brokenness. And I saw that people weren't tapping in where what I needed at the time with so much love. I have actually the the what I typed and it was just like I love you I bless you I want to remember you for these times that we spent together our lights our energy is not matching at this moment it doesn't I'm not saying it won't match in the near future just right now because I love myself and I have tapped into this I love you and I let you go you know so that the other thing when I am at loss and I can't see clearly Mm -hmm. I always invite people to A, be surrounded by nature because nature has all mm-hmm. the lessons in life, how a plant grows, how it, a tree sheds leaves. Uh, I mean, all the, the love and the magic that happens by just watching nature. And even I'll go one more step, just observe children. And this is why I'm so passionate yes, about it yes, yes. because I wanna give you an example that I talk often in my courses and seminars for parenting. Yeah. So. Every single child, including us, we come into this world being loving, empathetic, being, you know, attention to detail, present, loving, problem solvers, inquisitive Uh to learn. I mean, every single one. But we know what happens. You're born, you have broken parents or unconscious parents, not because they're mean, only because they didn't do the healing and we tap into all that. We forget. Uh But Uh ultimately... When you go and observe a child, which is, has to do a lot with the Montessori method, for those of you that are yes. hearing us and do not know about Montessori method, I, we both right, highly right, recommend right. that you tap into that. Absolutely. So one of the principles of Montessori is to observe. And when you observe how a child, even when you scold at them or you, I mean, some parents that spank or, or yell, the child in two minutes comes and says, I love you. Uh-huh. Just tap yeah, into, go sit in a park and watch how a child yes. helps another child, you know, get up from being hurt, even without them knowing. Watch how a child is having a snack and another one goes by and, sa- and is looking at them and say, would you like some? <laughs> Children are our true teachers. Yes, they are. And this is why I've dedicated my life 30 years of doing this work. And what our work is now that you and I do, David, Mm -hmm. is helping people go back to that child that we have within. Yes. Now, the path to do that, it takes time, patience, Mm -hmm. love, acceptance, trust. It is possible. Every, the most trauma, the horrible trauma that you can go into your, your life. It yeah. can be transformed. And I don't know why this story is coming into me. I don't know the, the real name, but one of the stories that touched my heart the most that I've ever seen in Facebook, it was this um, adolescent guy that shot this woman's son. Mm-hmm. So shot and the son was dead, okay? Mm-hmm. So when they went to jail, uh, he went to jail and they had the trial and everything. Long story short, she forgave him because she saw how how miserable he was and how sorry he was. And they, she said, I forgive you, but now we're going to go and tell our story and we're going to help others um, with our story, know that everything can be transformed through connect, the connection of the heart. And they are like sold out speakers. And now this, this mom has actually kind of adopted this guy that killed her son. Yes. So I, I, at this, there's no, there are infinite possibilities to always have that option to go back to source. And yes. in Peru, when I was talking to leaders and educators and everything, if I send you the titles of my talks, they were like leadership through the heart. Everything had the word yes. heart. Yes. And yes. and I literally I started seeing hearts in the most like every single thing had the shape of a heart. So that I guess happened my- to me too. That's happened to me too. Yes, I had like my friend sent me one where I was playing volleyball before the pandemic and I had a heart in my sweat. And then I see heart. We had a tortoise that randomly came into our, our front yard. It pooped a heart. I'm not kidding. 
I took a picture. It was a green poop of a heart. I will see hearts everywhere. Okay, keep going. <laughs> it's no. the, realm, the realm. You're accessing a realm that is all about the heart. And so you're getting the signs and synchronicities to show you that this is this is the vibrational frequency that you're you're now um, you know embodying. Yes. And when you can see love, <coughs> even in, in a human being that is cussing at you, that is <coughs> accusing you of something that you didn't do, and you can still be at a place of grace and love that human being because you can understand how much pain he's been is going through to be able to react and make such a judgment mm -hmm. and you don't tap into that, that is one of your like graduation points yes. to this path. Yes, and everybody is. can do it. Yes, they can. So this space that we wanna open up for all our audience here to be able to, to be as present as possible yes. to that, to slow down and to yes. be able to see 10 lenses further then you, we could possibly tap by just being in a rush, yeah. by just it, buying the stories of everyone, mm -hmm. by tapping into fear, by being broken and not acknowledging that you are not broken. We're just in restoration. Exactly. We're just in evolution. Yes. We are in transformation. And to be honest, I ask everyone that's hearing us here, how boring would our life be if you have the perfect husband or the perfect wife and the perfect house and the perfect children and you have all the money you need? Where's the growth? Where's the magic, the spark, the uncertainty, the, oh, I wonder what will happen? Yes. Yes. So it's, it's just an, another way of living. And, and I want to also invite everyone that is hearing us today that you don't have to wait for this tragic to happen in your life no. or, 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 or a loved one. You don't have to have a huge story about your life to be able to inspire. Mm -hmm. Every story counts. Your story, every single person that is hearing us today, I want you to know that your story counts. Yes. And as our, and these speakers are leaders, we have a motto that says, your voice can transform the world, you yes. know? And so speak up and share it's that magic that i was saying of sharing the light it could mm -hmm. be talking in the grocery line you know where yes. you're waiting for it to pay or if you have the opportunity to be in podcast and and no one can tell you that you cannot do this no. everyone can have the opportunity to develop the skill that you want should you do the work and know and trust that everything you need is already inside of you Yes. You, it, you have it. It might just be in a couple of drawers down. It might have a little dust. It might, you might be having a hard time unlocking that, yeah. that area, the department of your life. Mm -hmm. But when it takes time, you appreciate more the effort and you value more what you had to go through to get to that spot. And I can tell you, my listeners know that I had the perfect life, quote unquote, Stanford educated, school executive, two kids, a house and everything. And on my back, I threw out my back. I had paralysis of the face, Bell's palsy, because the universe was like, hey, this is not your path. This is the conditioned path. This is the false self driving the car. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm turning 40 and I'm going to literally jump off the cliff and just go for it. And that's when things really started opening up for me because similar to you being stuck in Peru, it was like, when you can, when your words and actions show the universe that you're in alignment with your truth and your authenticity, then it starts to provide, starts to provide for you. And it shows you exactly what you need to see. And like you said, there's really no good or bad. So something happens for you when you were saying, you know, the same kind of pattern repeats itself over and over and over is that's something that you need to go within and, and look at. Absolutely. Yeah. And I want to tap in a little deeper on what I was saying about the children being our teachers. Oh, yes, yes, please. And also talk about who else can be your teacher besides what I mentioned, you know, the nature and children and tapping into your heart. Yeah. So if you really think about it, our children are actually our therapist. Like we don't have to do anything <laughs> else true. because... If we are tapping into something, mm -hmm. for example, that we're not having the patience for something, 
it's not really just about that moment. We go from zero to 1000 snapping and grabbing and yelling, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not because of that moment, but because of other things that we tap into that bring us a memory, a yes. vibration yes. or an emotion from mm -hmm. previous yeah. times of our life. So when you feel all the parents hearing here, here in this podcast, or if you're planning to become a parent, listen, please, you just allow your children to thrive in a loving setting by you just being present whole and understand that if you lose it, that, that you can step away three seconds or step back, yeah. close your eyes, tap into like, where is this coming from? Because it's yes. not coming from, because your child didn't put away his toys. Right, right, right. right. And so when you can change that instead of scolding and screaming and, and say, you know what? Thank you. I mean, mm -hmm. I did not know I still needed to work on that. I mean, exactly. just recently I lost it in a situation in a, I didn't hear back from somebody and I was tapping into fear. And mm -hmm. I thought that department, you know, things come out. You're like, oh, I graduated. Yay, yeah, I checked it off, right? <laughs> and now, you know, so it came back. And as I was getting yeah. upset with this person, I said, wait, wait, thank you. Thank you for showing up. Because now I, I, you came as a teacher and I, and let me see where, where this is coming from yes. and how deep I need to yes. go back. So that is one. Mm -hmm. And the other aspect is that to be open that the last person that you could ever dream of in your life can be that one light that you needed to completely transform a pain mm. or an interesting point of view or a hurt and where is this coming from? I live a life of service. And I, mm -hmm. if I don't have it, I feel like that's my vitamin. That's a vitamin I take. And I, mm -hmm. I was blessed to be in a home that taught me by example, okay. my entire life. And in those moments of, that I've been broken, and I've had, actually had two very deep depressions, one of them, I almost, you know, couldn't come back to life about mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. So, and people say to you, you can't help others until you feel well. You can't look at you. Right. You, you look, you're going to give them pity. You're mm -hmm. going to make them more upset. You're broken. You, you don't have the energy. Don't, what are you going to teach them? Look at you. You don't stop crying. I want everybody hearing this podcast to please, whether it's this or anything, if anybody tells you in your life, you cannot do it. If your heart calls upon to do it, do it because it was my CPR of my soul, my comeback. When uh, I, I've been working in a volunteer way with children with long-term illnesses mm -hmm. and severe traumas and families. And when I was there with them, it's like you put your life into perspective and they end up giving you some wisdom that you didn't know. Right yeah. now, I'm currently in an organization called Food for Lives. We um, feed the homeless, but not only food, we feel we feed food for their soul as well wow. and nice. i'm telling you david that the one time that i was just actually my arms weren't working because like you had your paralysis mm -hmm. my arms stopped working mm -hmm. right before going to peru actually my family said you're not going to peru mm -hmm. and and when i got there i i had a person in line a spiritual healer that helped me heal but i could not move my hands okay and my neck started to be stiff and i and these uh, homeless people I was just walking, hey, do you want, you know, here's your food, da, da, da. And they're like, no, we just want to hold your hands and pray oh. with you. And I cannot tell you, David, the prayer, like I can't even like tell you the story, oh. how deep they went and how that transformed my life over and over again, oh. experience after experience. I have a, an adolescent guy who has been in jail back and forth for drug abuse. And in my deepest pain that I had as a parent, he said something from his one call from jail from his three minutes. And mm. he actually calls me ma. He says, ma. And I, and he's, I, I said, tell me, tell me, we have three minutes. What's the update? How are you feeling? He said, what's wrong? I said, no, I'm fine. He, obviously he's not seeing me. It's not soon. Right. And he's like, no, I, I feel that your heart is not well. Okay. Mm. This is an inmate. Right. Okay. And yeah. so what I'm trying to say here, this person gave took away the most hardship of pains that I've had 
in that period of time of my life. So mm. what would it take for this space to open up that all our audiences can tap into that oneness and openness yeah. to not have judgment of the way somebody looks or mm -hmm. where they live or right. what they've been through. Like, oh, he's so broken. He's so messed up. There's no way right. he's going to help me. Right. The person who you least expect <laughs> will give you, not CPR, will lift you up in ways you have in even famine. So mm -hmm. I wanted to, to invite our audience to do that. And you mentioned that you're writing a book. So I'm hoping this will go in the book because this is good stuff. <laughs> this is the yes. best. Yes, it's been in my heart. And now I now people are like, you have to, because, and of course, we're just tapping into the Peru air, uh, you know, <laughs> no, chapter, but there's no, definitely, so many chapters. I see, I'm actually looking for somebody who wants to do a Netflix series and I'll give them I, series one, series two and bestsellers. <laughs> <laughs> so it. it's just a beautiful journey that I, I appreciate so much that we can tap into this together because mm -hmm. it, the, And guess what? The people who are going to hear the, this podcast is exactly the people that need to hear yep. it. That is so so you and I know that in our work, we don't even have to like say, please share, please, you know, and, and do all this thing to make this be heard because you and I know that this work and, and for our conscious parenting coaching and, our, and mm -hmm. Dr. Shafali, one is a million, right? Absolutely. Can I tell you a precise story about that example? I mean, there's yeah. so many, but this comes to mind. So I did a talk for a mastermind leadership group, like on zoom, and I don't really write down my speeches anymore. I just, they kind of come through me, but you know, but I was like, well, I, I don't know these people, so I should probably prepare. So I just was on my walk and I just recorded it in a voice memo. And I was like, "Whoa, that was so good. I should make this a podcast episode. So I just unedited and made it a podcast episode. And in that episode I shared about my molestation being molested as an eight-year-old and I hadn't told my family my family never listens to the podcast they might listen to this again but every single one of them they only listen to one episode it was that episode and I was like thank you universe now I don't have to go through the awkward thing of hey let me call you okay let's sit down let's talk about it just like they all heard it and so exactly who's supposed to hear this episode will hear it Yeah. I love it. I'm so glad you share that. And it does happen. I'm going to tap into that because maybe perhaps this is where we need to go to give us a, a strong, strong, strong closure. Yeah. Um, just like that, I broke my story for the first time and in the audience of Dubai. So there's no filters oh, there. Wow. It went, it went like, boom. And so Beautiful. one of the hardest uh, times of my life is, is when I got divorced, the separation of my children being yeah. A person who was thinking about parenting when when I was a teenager bought my first book of parenting when I was a teenager. I uh, my I was like I don't want any child to go through what I went through. That's another mm -hmm. podcast. Yeah. Uh, and I just was very determined to do this work. And so of course I wanted to be the best mother and and dedicate my life to this and and learn about education so I didn't miss a beat in my children's life because yeah. I you know I was echoing what I was missing in uh, what happened in my life. And then I get divorced. This only happened four years ago. And because we're Montessori family and we have lived this life of volunteer and spirituality and whatever, I just could not go to LA at the time. I also had a epiphany about my father's death and I was told mm -hmm. how long he was going to be. And it happened just as it came. So long story short, I ended up coming to Mexico Okay. My children went to LA. So culturally, Latino families, it does not exist that yeah. a mother does not live with their children. You right. you right. abandon the child, what you know, this and this. And so I had all these things. And and actually, imagine my loved ones, okay, that say you won't be able to teach anymore parenting because you're you have a broken family and right. your children are not with you people are not going to believe you right. and i bought because i was in lack and in fear i mm. bought into that story for six months that caused me yeah. one of my depressions mm. and guess who took me out of that that child from that story that i told you in the in the jail mm. when i said to him uh you know Eli, I'm just really hurting. You know, this is the situation. People are judging me and I don't know how to get out of it. And he said, Ma, you know, you gave your children the most important gift that you're not seeing and they may not be seeing and that everybody in this jail would kill for that opportunity. And I said, Eli, what are you talking about? He said, Ma, you gave them the freedom of choice. The freedom, you believed that they are, that they could make this responsible choice. 
And I mean, I, he went on and on and I don't want to kind of break right here, but yeah. what I'm trying to say is that just like you, I stood up on that audience right now, three weeks ago, mm. and I spoke yes. that. And guess what happened, David? I had over 20 women come and cry to me, say, oh. you have taken so much mm. pain because I don't live with my, my children because of this, A, mm. B, C, D. Yeah. I've never even spoken. Like, thank you. And so, well, the interesting point of view is that I am detached from my children, that I don't see them. I want to ask all our audience, like right now they're 19 and 15 and I travel with them and I have fun with them. I know all their stories, who they are with. They, they, I have such an incredible relationship with them. So even when you live with your children, you mm-hmm. might not have. So what is it about these interesting point of views of what parenting is? What, how, what career you have to take? How you have to do X, Y, Z? If yeah. you are just tapping into source and go back to your heart, and trusting that this quote unquote physical distance is gonna detach you from your children or your loved one or your project, it's not the case. It is all where you are at that time. Where's your essence? Where's your vibration? Where's your trust? Where's, where's, where are you? How are you showing up to believe that everything is in divine order? And so, as I always say, let go and let God, because I would have never had, I don't think the relationship that I have with these adolescent boys Mm -hmm. that I, that I have right now based on this. Mm. I don't do anything without, they're my best friend. Like we, they, they have an opinion and my son got, just got out of college that he wants to do a trip with his mother. Tell me which adolescent (laughs) wants to go with his mom on a trip after, after high school. Who? So I just, we just want to open this space to our mm-hmm. audience to know that there is something more than what we think. There's more than what we have been taught than more than what we are taught to follow. And just to really take the time to slow down and live and have fun yes. because it is now, the time is now. The time is now. And what you're bringing up is so beautiful. And this is a great way to close is 2020 is giving us that opportunity to really analyze, break down, not even analyze through the mind, but to understand that these are all conditioned stories. And I've been doing a lot of work with, you know, getting through some of the things I have with my mother. And I realized I did a hypnotherapy session just recently. And there was so much conditioning around what a mother is supposed to be. I never thought about it that way, but it's like, so much conditioning and so because my mother struggled it's like my egoic story was like oh she's a bad mother or whatever and then I couldn't let her go in the hypnotherapy because of the fact that there was a story around the conditioning of like well if I let go the mother that I never had then I'll never get the mother that I wanted you know and it's like wait a minute can't you can't you everyone's a mother every you know it's just so so all the conditioning so everything in 2020 is the universe is pointing to us and say like it's all it says it's all on the table what is it about that? What conditioning do we want to buy today? Because it's all on the table and everything's being shaken up. And it's such an inspiration to be sitting with people like you and to hear that when you start just not believing the stories. And thank you so much for sharing your story about your kids, because I know that's a big one for you. And it's really, I feel honored that you shared that with us today. And you're such an inspiration. Thank you so much. Well, like Mother Teresa says, she's one of my heroes, uh, like it's not about how much you do, but how much love, how much heart you put into the things you do. So it's not my intention, our intention, because I think David, you and I are in the same vibration, is Mm -hmm. just to inspire our audience to to know that you are where you're supposed to be. Yes. And everything will come. Yes. Just to enjoy, breathe, give thanks, mm-hmm. help, pass the light, and the rest yes. is history. The rest is history. And just trust the guidance. Trust that little voice that wants to give you the guidance. And if you trust that voice, everything will come together. Absolutely. And of course, if they need a tribe, they can join yes. you, me, yes. us. And your teacher would come, your, the person who you need to yes. connect with to, to, to help you heal and grow will come. You don't even have to search. So if you are hearing this podcast, you know, 
You well, might on that note, Val, share some places they can find you. I and mean, we'll put it in the show notes and everything, but just in case, um, just so we can hear it. Just let's, let's yes, absolutely. Yeah. I do have a new website that I'm very blessed at yes. uh, how it came out, and it has my name, valalino.com. Okay. A-L-I-N-O, valalino.com. And in Instagram and Facebook, my professional pages are Val Alino Coach. Oh, great. And so I'm always available to help inspire, whether it's a speaking engagement, speaking course, coaching, life coaching, coach parenting, anything I could do. Uh, it would be an honor to me to serve anybody that comes my way, your way. And of course, we have the same mission, so we can unite <laughs> hearts and even yes. come do greater work. Huh? Yes, beautiful. Thank you so much for your time today. And again, just... I'm just, I'm in, in massive gratitude and so much appreciation and just really love every second of this conversation. And I hope everyone enjoys it as much as I did. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you to everyone that is here, hearing this podcast. If your heart calls upon you to do it, do it. You're all capable of trusting your intuitive guidance system. The moment is now. And like Val said, you cannot keep your wisdom. That's a disservice to the world. So always pass your light. Remember to stay grounded and lead from your heart. Val has so much wisdom, and I encourage you to check her out. Her website is valalino.com, and you can find her on Facebook and Instagram under Val Alino Coach, all one word. Thanks, everyone. Mm-hmm.